Welcome to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Five questions, five minutes, one exciting guest. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Business Edge podcast, our 5 and 5 segment, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. And as you know, in these episodes, we ask five questions in five minutes, more or less, to one guest expert. And we are so excited that our guest expert this month is Barbara Weltman. Uh, Barbara is a founder and president of Big Ideas for Small Business, which is a fantastic resource for business owners online. And I'm going to put the website address in our resource page. Uh, She also does something called the Idea of the Day email newsletter, which is phenomenal. I highly recommend you subscribe to it and you get a different idea every single day of the year. She's the author of the annual J.K. Lasser Small Business Taxes, and the 2023 edition comes out in a couple of weeks. It'll have all of the new tax rules for 2022, so you definitely want to pick that up. And uh, she is, in many people's opinions, the top tax expert for for business owners in the entire country. Wow, that almost took five minutes. Ooh. Well, <laughs> thank you, to, thank you. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Barbara Weltman. Well, thank you so much. Sure, you know you're a great friend. You're a fantastic resource for me, and I appreciate you coming on at the end of the year like this because I know everybody wants to talk to Barbara. Correct? Well, I'm busy. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's get into this then. So here, here are the five questions. So I recently read on your website um, a, a two-part post that you did about end-of-the-year decisions that business owners need to make. And again, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, it's fantastic. But the first topic you actually discussed on it was how to take care of your employees, because you believe that employees are a company's greatest asset. And I love that. So here then is my first question for you. What health coverage options should business owners look at in 2023? And what do business owners need to know about? Is it ALE or ALE? ALE. Okay, so ALE is basically the employer mandate. So if you have 50 or more full-time or um, equivalent full-time employees, then you're subject to the employer mandate and you have to play, meaning providing group health coverage to your full-time workers or pay a penalty. Okay. And whether you're going to do that for 2023 depends on your payroll in 2022. So you can mm-hmm. kind of decide now. But if you're not, if you're a small business and you're not subject to the mandate, you still want to provide health coverage in some way for your employees. You want to take care of them. Yeah. And uh, you can go the traditional group health coverage route, which is the, probably the priciest. Another option is to get a high deductible health plan, combine it with a health savings account, considerably less costly than the the traditional route. And now we have other options for small businesses. We have a QSERA, Qualified Small Employer Health uh, Reimbursement Arrangement, and an individual uh, health reimbursement arrangement. Both of those plans, you just reimburse employees a certain dollar amount and let them get their own coverage. So... There are lots of options for small businesses to see to that their that their employees have the coverage. I love that, and it's that's a great I, that's great to know for business owners who historically never offered it, but now can set a preset limit and say this is what I'm willing to spend. Go out and get your own coverage. Maybe they can hire and retain 
good employees, employees who need that in order to work, right? Precisely. Okay, great. All right. Question two, you know, speaking of perks and taking care of your employees, you know, a retirement plan could be a great perk, right? Along with healthcare coverage. So when do business owners need to decide on offering a retirement plan for their employees in 2023? And are there potential tax credits for offering a retirement plan? Okay, well, first of all, it's not too late to take care of 2022 if you don't have a plan. Okay. You can set up and fund a retirement plan up to the extended due date of your return. So potentially October of next year, you have all that time to do it. But that would be based on employer contributions. Because if you're going to have a kind of a plan like a 401k that's going to require employee contributions, you need to give them certain notice periods. So now we're talking about 2023. And the sooner you do it, the better. And again, this is something where there's a lot of flexibility for companies to decide whether it's going to be fully funded by employee salary reduction contributions or whether whether employers are going to make some kind of contribution as an incentive or as just a benefit to them. And the numbers have greatly increased for 2023 because we have cost of living adjustments due to inflation. The numbers are different in 2023. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are tax credits. If you don't have a plan now and you set up a plan and at least one person in the plan isn't an owner, you get and get a tax credit. You can get a tax credit for up to three years. Just set wow. up now, and the and the plan and the it's to cover administrative costs and the cost of educating employees and such. Fantastic. Um, all right, question three. So, and, and by the way, all of this is is also on Barbara's website. So, uh, big ideas for small business. Well, give us the website address so people can write it down. Well, you got it. Big yeah. ideas for small Perfect. All right. Question three. What about other employee benefits? And I love the, the fact that we're on this track right now, but there's so many things that business owners can offer their employees that they may not know of, like dependent care, flex time, pet insurance. Right? Are there potential tax credit options here? And if so, when do employers need to decide on implementing these uh, uh, benefits into their business? Well, again, this comes down to your budget. What can you afford to do? So Mm -hmm. can you afford to pay toward employee dependent care costs? Or could you just set up a flexible spending account where employees pay their own costs by putting salary in on a pre-tax basis? So that's one thing to consider. The other thing is you can have an unlimited array of benefits that you just help employees pay for through uh, withholding. So like you mentioned pet insurance, the company's not paying for pet insurance, but they can arrange it and get a group rate for employees Mm -hmm. and then just pay for it by withholding and and sending the money in. Same with uh, same concept, they can pay for transit passes or they can allow employees to pay on a pre-tax basis. So, let your imagination go and see what your employees want. So other than you uh, helping them with this, what's the best resource for them to find out about all of these different types of benefits? Well, it, obviously, my book has has all the benefits. There, there you go. For sure. Okay. But okay. the IRS does have um, publications where they list 
all the benefits and the tax ramifications. For example, uh, you can pay for employee transportation, like free parking or transit passes, but the employer can't deduct it. But other benefits, yes, the employer can deduct it. So you, you want to know all of the tax ramifications, and the, and the best resource really is your CPA or other tax advisor. Okay. Or the J.K. Lasser Small Business Taxes 2023 edition. You bet. We every Everything is in there for sure. Okay. Awesome. All right. Question four. We're in the home stretch. So I know that for a lot of business owners, managing inventory has been very difficult for the last couple of years. So if business owners are stuck with inventory at the end of this year, what options will they have to gain any sort of tax break? Well, if if look, we're we're not at the end of the year now, so but you we're, we're approaching it. And if you think yeah. that items are not going to be selling, and you want to be able to mark them down in your inventory, you have to offer them for sale at least thirty days before the end of the year. So okay. put them up for sale, and, and, and you know this is the great time to do it. Yeah, we're, we're we're approaching Black Friday and and holiday sales, so certainly put it up for sale. There are other options, too. I mean, you can sell to uh, remainders that, that will buy your old inventory in bulk, and you can you'll get some cash flow that way. Mm-hmm. You may be able to, do- to donate your inventory. You might get some tax deduction for it, but probably not a great amount. It, de- it you know, depends on, on what you have. And the other thing is just, I mean, if, if things are really bad, you, know, you can't give it away, you can't sell it throw it away and write it off. Wow. Wow. Well, and that leads to my fifth question, because uh, one of the last things you cover on the on the end of the year decisions is charitable giving. Right. So how can companies do well by doing good? Um, Are there tax credits that are available that they can get for any sort of charitable giving? And I read something where there was specific about giving to Ukraine on your website. So are there any more details? Okay. When I'm talking about tax credits here, we're talking about tax deductions for sure. Okay. Okay. And what with, with respect to the Ukraine, if a company has a leave-based donation program in place where they allow employees to put their unused personal sick and, and uh, vacation days in so that other employees can use them and get, get the money, usually employees who make their donations are taxed on it. But this year, if they put the money in and if the company makes a cash contribution equal to those donations to a charity uh, benefiting uh, Ukrainian victims, if, as long as the dono- donation is made by the employer before the end of the year, mm-hmm. the, uh, the employer gets the deduction, the employees aren't taxed on it, it's a great arrangement. Uh, with respect to um, other deductions, I just want to point out that you know, in the past during COVID, they they upped the the, the write-offs opportunities, and those expired. So so we're back to the old limits that apply for 2022. Okay. But still, you know, make cash donations, make donate. You can donate your inventory. You can donate. Um, other things. And also, I know that many businesses like to give employees time off so that they can work on, on um, their favorite charities or, right. or something that's selected by the company as a, as a group kind of activity. Um, may not be any tax break there, but certainly a lot of goodwill. And uh, as you said, companies like to do good and their employees like to work for companies that do good. 
it's all part of the the positive company culture. Correct. Yeah. Well done. All right. So um, I have a bonus question because I, I think I've read so much about this and I actually read it on your website and I'd be remiss if I didn't look forward into 2023. So there's a lot of talk about like these new green tax rules. What can business owners expect from those in 2023 and how should they plan accordingly? Well, you're absolutely right. There's a whole slew of new tax rules that are um, green energy related. Mm -hmm. Uh, New rules for buying um, EVs, new even for buying a pre-owned EV that's Mm -hmm. brand new, a commercial EV. Uh, uh, My uh, my neighbor owns school bus company. I mean that that would have benefited um, him if he bought an EV bus. Charging stations. Wow. Um, yeah. Those were all tax credits. There's a deduction for an energy efficient commercial building. We have that deduction in place for 2022, but in 2023, it's going to be increased substantially. So uh, a lot of a lot of the rules um, are going to be are going to be great. The the drawback at this point, as I see, is that we we need guidance, and we don't have guidance yet. Yeah. And there are a yeah. lot of sticky questions, such as. Um, a lot of these new rules require a, uh, apprenticeship programs, and we don't know how this is all going to fit into the uh, tax yeah. picture. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of hard, right? When they kind of go back and rewrite the rules and say, "Okay, well, this is what we really meant." <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to see, but um, it's it's going to be a, a new game, and and I we'll we'll all adjust. But I you have to look at this. This is all opportunity. This isn't a punishment. This is all opportunity if you want to go green. Agreed. I totally agree. Okay. So the new uh, J.K. Lasser Small Business Taxes 2023 edition for the 2022 tax year comes out in a couple of weeks. You can find it on Amazon. You can probably find it on a bunch of other websites. They should definitely check out your author page on Amazon. What are the ways that people wanted to connect with you if they have questions or what's the best way to reach out to you? Social media? They can find me on social media for sure on on Twitter and and Facebook and Instagram and on and on. Um, They can certainly email me and the email is through my website and they can find me. And um, I just want to mention one quick thing. The book comes out now. Congress may still pass something in December. We've, We've had that happen year after year. There's a free supplement that will come out in February to accompany the book. So everybody will be up to date with with everything they need to know. Fantastic. And now, listeners, you understand why she is considered by many people as the top tax expert for business owners in the entire country. Barbara, thank you so much for today. I appreciate it. And I know that that you're out doing a lot of good for small business owners around the country. And on behalf of all of them, we say thank you. By the way, one other place that you could probably see Barbara, I guarantee you she's doing tons of webinars in the next two months on taxes and end of the year decisions. So you should go online and, and do a Google search on it and see if you can register for some of them. Great advice. Barbara, thank you. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, I look forward to talking with you again before the end of the year. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Edge 5 and 5, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. To find more podcasts, just visit smallbusinessedge.com. Join us next time for more 5 and 5.